Hello, and welcome to Journey With Us, a podcast of Journey Baptist Church. Hi, I'm Pastor Jacob, and I want to welcome you to Journey With Us. It's a podcast for our local church here in St. Joe, Missouri. And this is an introductory episode uh, for a specific uh, type of series that we'll be doing on a monthly basis. And uh, Pastor Calvin, do you want to introduce him to the name of this of this series? Yeah, we're going to see if we can do this in one take, Jacob. Where This is going to be the St. Joe Sermon Survey, where we survey sermons in St. Joe. And so the idea of this is that we will pick a church, and then we will spend four or five weeks listening to the sermons of that church, and then we will just listen and discuss and survey clips from that sermon in St. Joe. It's probably respectful to go ahead and introduce our, our third party, uh, which is our support staff, the one and only intern, Adam Woodrum. Hello. I'm very excited to be here. I'm very nervous to be here. I've never been a part of any podcast or otherwise multimedia production. Thank you, Adam. All right. Well, this really comes out of a desire. Uh, Pastor Calvin and I have served here in uh, St. Joe for 13 years. And throughout our 13 years, you know, we've been very hands-on with our church in terms of equipping, encouraging, and teaching them the Word of God. And lately, I think the longevity of our pastorate has really caused us to reflect and ask ourselves, um, is there a role for local pastors to speak more prophetically to the setting in which God has placed them? And so our setting to be really specific, is the city of St. Joe and the surrounding uh, rural communities. So this podcast comes out of a desire for Pastor Calvin and myself, along with Adam, um, just to release monthly episodes where we survey how the Word of God is being handled and the different voices that claim Christianity and what they're teaching. Um, by no means are we claiming uh, to be the the, the supreme or the, the final authority or that somehow we are greater than these other uh, churches or preachers. Um, what we're trying to do is interact with their public teachings. And we want to start off by just saying that as we listen to a month of sermons, one month of sermons does not encapsulate an entire teaching and preaching ministry. So as this series begins, uh, Surveying Sunday Sermons in St. Joe, Missouri, we understand that our views will be pretty limited, but our goal is that as we re- evaluate and we check in with these churches, we will begin to develop a good database, a good understanding of what they teach. So I think right off the bat, we just need to say that um, a surveying one month of a, of a church, um, we have to give them uh, some grace that it does not encapsulate their entire teaching ministry. And, and Jacob, as you're talking, I, I think what you're getting at is there are guardrails that every single one of us need to make sure we have as we come to this because we've all seen discernment ministries that seem like their only goal is to be negative or to tear everyone down. We've also seen on the other swing of the ecumenical pendulum, there are people who refuse to ever uh, critically evaluate or, or speak against anything because you should... You know, they almost have this view that it's, it's uh, damaging to the body of Christ to ever offer any kind of criticism. But, I mean, I, I think we want to try and come in the middle and, and have this idea of, like, iron sharpening iron, that as we listen to the other pastors who are talking in St. Joe, our goal is not just to be the Pope of St. Joe that says everyone who's in or who's out, but our goal also isn't to just bury our head in the sand and say that we're never going to address concerns that we have. And so maybe a good step for us would be for each of us to go around and kind of talk about what our guardrails are. I mean, I can start if you want, or Adam, if you want to jump in, but like I have some verses for me of how I want to model 
our St. Joe Sermon Survey, where we survey sermons on St. Joe. But uh, Adam, I know that you've been thinking about this maybe a little longer than we have even since this is kind of came from an idea, a nugget that you originally had. So maybe Adam, what are some of the guardrails or ways that you want to do this? Yeah, so I think as I was listening to Pastor Jacob and you talk, uh, we don't desire to be the sole authority. Uh, and the reason for that is because the Bible is the sole authority. And so as I am still a, a relatively newer believer, um, when I don't know all the churches in St. Joseph, Missouri, um, I, I want to know all the churches in St. Joseph, Missouri, because there is a call for, for gospel unity. But in order for gospel unity, we need to have the right gospel. Um, in order for, for a biblical foundation of churches, we need to be interpreting the Bible correctly. And so um, for me, I think of Acts 17, uh, verses 10 and 11, the Bereans. Um, Paul, Timothy, and Silas are, are preaching the gospel, going from town to town on their missionary journeys. And, I mean, these are the guys, right, of anyone who doesn't deserve to be questioned. It's mm-hmm. Paul, Timothy, and Silas. And yet the Bereans are almost praised for not immediately just accepting their testimony, but it says they searched the scriptures with eagerness and examined them daily to see if the things they were hearing were so. And so I think that's our desire, too, is that as, as we are not the sole authority, but as the Bible is, and as we're surveying sermons in St. Joe, uh, we want to hear things, we want to praise things that are in line with the Bible, but we also want to discern things that might be out of step with God's Word. Jacob, what would be some of the guardrails that you might have? I mean, to me, I, I always try to function within an evangelical Protestant worldview, and so you know, to me, there's just the core tendencies of evangelicalism. We believe that everyone has to be converted, that humanity is sinful, and that we all have to be converted through the gospel. We believe that the church exists to proclaim that gospel to all nations uh, so that we can see all people come to faith in Jesus Christ. We believe that the Bible is the sole authority. It's inerrant. It's uh, without error. It is uh, powerful and sufficient for all things uh, and godliness to lead us to Christ and to develop us into Christ-likeness. And we believe that the cross is a, a non-negotiable. Uh, Jesus is our sacrifice. He is our substitute. And so these theological tendencies that fall underneath the umbrella of evangelicalism, to me, that's where my alarm bells go off. We may have different preaching styles. We may have different ways of uh, delivering our sermons, sermon length and illustrating. But for me, there is just this umbrella of what it means to be an evangelical. And that's a pretty wide umbrella, but it's one that I think I'm willing to draw a line in the sand saying, uh, this person has not honored God's word, or the gospel is incorrect, or the cross has been diminished. So for me, as I listen to these sermons, I want to I evaluate preacher's sermon in terms of how it relates to the core tendence of evangelicalism. Yeah. As I, I was reading um, in Revelation last night, and I was reading uh, the where they're addressing the seven churches, Jesus addressing the seven churches. And um, I noticed almost every single church had a praise, but it also had something that was wrong with it. And I think that's, that's really important to, for us to just be aware of is that every single church, there's not, there's not going to be any church that's going to be perfect. And so once again, if we go in with this mindset of we're just here to blow up churches, that'll be really easy for us to do because you know, even to the seven churches in the book of Revelation, I think I, I think it was six of them that all had something in addition to what they were doing good on. There was also something wrong. And so our, our goal is not just to strain out the gnat but leave the camel, you know, to just, to just be ticky-tacky on these things. Um, you, when you look at the book of Jude, for example, in verse 22, Jude says, Have mercy on those who waver. 
Save others by snatching them from the fire. And have mercy on others, but with fear, hating even the garment defiled by flesh. And so he gives kind of like these three categories of people. Like, have mercy on those who waver. Like, when we encounter a pastor who says something that we would say is a false teaching, we're not even necessarily saying that pastor is a false teacher. We may just say that this is a pastor who is wavering on a theological conviction and that we want to have mercy on him. We want to, to call him out and say, this is something that is incorrect. This is why we think it's incorrect. And we would implore you to to change that that teaching. Yeah, and I think that's why I think in our introductory episode, we need to state that uh, before we release any kind of Sunday sermon uh, review, we are going to contact the pastor uh, that has been reviewed. We're going to invite them to join us um, to either for an interview at the end of our episode, or we can submit some written questions to them on those issues that you've pointed out. I mean, Pastor Calvin and I have been reviewing each other for 13 years. Uh, the greatest thing, if you ever want to see our brotherly love, is to attend a Monday morning staff meeting where we review the sermon. I mean, all of us have areas where we wish we go back and clarify this, or I would have spent more time here, or I would have said this differently. And so I think you made a great point that as we go through this Sunday sermon survey, uh, we are going to include the pastors that we are surveying. And we hope, and our desire is, that by giving them that opportunity, uh, we will we'll be able to allow them to elaborate or to clarify maybe some of those statements that came across questionable, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think something that we've talked about in preparation for this is, along with inviting the pastors, one of the purposes for that is that we don't want to take anything out of context. We don't want cheeky sound bites. We don't want to misrepresent anyone. Um, and, And we also want to uh, like Jacob said earlier, and like Calvin said, give the grace and give the mercy of what did they mean by this, and, and how can we evaluate this, again, based on some of those core tenets that we had. Because I know even I have preached a sermon here at Journey where Jacob came back to me that week and said, I disagreed with how you preached that. And so uh, Ephesians one thirteen. Yeah, and so, so as we are saying this, uh, we, like Calvin said, no church is perfect, including our own. But I think my desire for this is that there is a... There is a spectrum of Christian voices in our in our city and in our country on the internet where on one side you have the, I only want to be known for what I'm for. And so they will never speak publicly against a incorrect position or a false teaching. They only want to exist or publicly speak to things that they agree upon. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have these churches that these discernment ministries where the only thing they ever do is criticize someone else's attempt to do ministry. And I feel like they they don't ever take the time to acknowledge or to interact positively with others who are striving for the same goal, which is to glorify Jesus uh, by proclaiming the scriptures and uplifting the gospel so that all people can hear. And so I think my desire is to somehow strive to be in the middle. Yes, we want to be unified, but we also want truth to prevail. Jacob, it sounds to me like a lot like you're saying Titus 1.9 that we want to hold to the faithful messages taught so that we can encourage with sound teaching and also refute those who contradict it. And, and I think what all three of us are saying is, as we listen to these sermons, there will be sound teaching that we will hear, and we want to encourage that. When we see things that other pastors say that are sound, evangelical, conservative, orthodox, all these things, we want to encourage that, and yes, in a minute. But then when there are moments where they say things that seem to contradict sound teaching or that seem to go against the faith that was delivered once and for all to the saints, then we also want to, in love and humility, 
contradict that and then say, uh, we believe this is wrong because of the scriptures. And so I, I do think that is where we are kind of trying to find this balance is not just being an encouragement ministry, not just being a contradiction ministry, but rather walking that line that the man of God is supposed to be able to see teaching, find the encouragement in it, but also find the areas that need to be contradicted in me- with the measure of God's word. Yeah, I mean, I think when you read the, the letters of Paul, Paul does a good job of balancing teaching truth, encouraging truth, but at the same time correcting uh, false teaching. I think Paul is a good model for us because Paul does not run from or ignore the ministry context in which he is writing. So, I mean, we could all go around the table and say, well, this is the context of Ephesians or this is the context of Colossians. Well, I think as pastors, I've been convicted. There is a context to St. Joe. And I feel like as men of God, as pastors of, of the local church, we don't need to run from the ministry context in which God has placed us. So what is our context? That's the goal of this podcast, is we are going to survey Sunday sermons in St. Joe, Missouri, to develop a balanced uh, review of the ministry context. We may see voices of the charismatic movement. We may see voices of the consumer-driven church. We may see voices of a conservative evangelical movement. But as of right now, I can say after 13 years— I don't know what other churches are preaching. I attend one church every Sunday. I think, Calvin, you attend that same church. Mm -hmm. Adam, you attend that same church. And so this will be a good chance for us, like the Apostle Paul, to develop, produce, and enlighten everyone on the ministry context of St. Joe, Missouri. And so if we could just give a recap then, our goal with this is not to blast every church in St. Joe. Our goal is approximately once a month to go through listen to three to five weeks worth of sermons, and then discuss clips of those sermons with the knowledge and understanding that four sermons does not make a lifetime of ministry. So we may look at one church, look at their four sermons, and then three months later, come back and look at four more sermons. And it's just to get a collective understanding of the big churches in St. Joe, not even necessarily the big churches, but just the churches that we think have a cultural influence in our city that affect our the spiritual makeup of our surrounding, um, to just get an understanding of what these churches are teaching. If I could ask a question to that as a listener of the podcast now, um, the as we're recapping and as we're wrapping up here, um, when we say we're choosing churches that have a cultural impact, right? That St. Joseph has a culture to it. How are we even beginning to decide which churches we choose? Well, I think Calvin and I living here for 13 years, we're outsiders. So, I mean, one of the benefit is um, we don't have any grassroots connections. It's not like we grew up on this street or that street, or we went to this church or that church. Like we are truly outsiders that have had to assimilate into a city of roughly 80,000 people. Uh, with many different voices of religion. And I think Calvin and I bring a good perspective of, in our 13 years, what have we been exposed to? I think in 13 years, if, if we have not been exposed to or we're not familiar with the church, they're probably not influential within our city. Mm-hmm. I, I do know one goal is to uh, try and have a theological diversity. Like, it would be very easy for us to just pick a hobby horse. You know, if your hobby horse is... Uh, the charismatic movement, for example, It'd be really easy to just pick the charismatic churches. But I do know one of the things we're going to actively try and do is pick a different theological branch of Christianity each time. So whether that be Calvary Chapel one week, charismatic one week, Baptist one week, Reform you know, Baptist. Reform, yeah, yeah, just going through 
and trying to get different takes on uh, the, the Christian church, you know. So, I mean, that would be, I guess, Adam, to answer your question, one of the ways is we just make sure that no one can look at us and say, you're just picking on X, you know, but rather that we have a big portfolio of different Christendom churches that we look at. I think it would be beneficial and maybe a little exciting for Adam uh, to kind of tell us uh, what church uh, we're going to be listening to next month. And so, Adam, why don't you just take maybe a minute or two and tell us what church we'll be listening to and maybe some topics that did come up as you reviewed the sermons. Yeah, so um, as we've decided to start this podcast, we wanted to go ahead and have a, a church ready for you. We didn't want to keep you waiting. And so we decided to serve a Restoration Church, pastored by Tim Doyle. Um, I've went ahead and listened to the previous four sermons over the month of February. And uh, like Jacob said, to, just to kind of get your thoughts stirring, I'll give you some of the um, some of the teachings that we will be examining biblically. Uh, the first one would be, is it always God's will to heal? Um, the second one would be, do miracles speak louder than God's word? And the third one would be, should we ever question a move of God? Well, thank you for that, Adam. We look forward to that discussion. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this, and this concludes our first episode of the St. Joe's Joe Sermon, Sermon Survey, Survey, where we survey sermons in St. Joe. St. <laughs> Joe's Sermon Survey, where we survey sermons in St. Joe. Woo! St. Joe's Sermon Survey, where we survey sermons in St. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>